This is the Two Guys Being Dudes podcast with your host, Jared Camden and Jason Adams. Two average guys just being dudes. From MMA to golf, from Big Brother to Fargo, from Fireball to Pappy, they talk it all. What's better than this? Guys being dudes. Hello, everybody, and welcome back. It is Sunday, November 12th. Jason is Donnie President Old. Um, I in today's world, no, I don't think that's so. what I'm saying. Right, he's right. 71 years old. Right, and the older I get, the younger older people get. So, how old's Barack Obama? I think he's in his mid 60s now. No way, he's got to be like 50. No, he'd be like 58, right? Hold on. I guess we're both have computers in front of us, right? Yeah, but I don't know. How old was he when he won the election? Was like 22? No. I thought he was in his mid-50s. I have no... He's 56 years old. Really? He was 48 when he was... He's 56 right just... now? Yeah, he just looked like death when he left for presidency. Because wow. he knows where the aliens are at. We know that for sure. Yes, yes. So, he, so, right. so Donnie is not old. That then begs the question. What's old though? Like what age? Because you retire at 65 allegedly. Um, I think you retired like two years ago. So, you know, you're skewing the number pretty bad. I'd have to work for a long time. But is it because I don't look at people who are retired as old at all. I just I think I consider old like. 77 years old. When I hear that, I'm like, oof, that person probably isn't going to be going out to the market. See, I, I, I like mid eighties now is old to me. Wow. But it, it also depends on what they eat and stuff like that. And we know Donnie fast food. He eats like complete dog shit. Yeah. Yeah. Especially for somebody at his economic stature, you would think that he, especially, I mean, of course, you know, Clinton loved cheeseburgers and hamburgers and we always made fun of it, but apparently Mr. Trump does as well that I saw something. Wait a minute though. Let me ask you this. It's not that Trump doesn't like hamburgers. It's the same exact way where if I want a hamburger, my favorite ones at Smith and Lewinsky. So I'm going there. If I went McDonald's, I'm getting McDonald's. A McDonald's hamburger isn't a hamburger to me. It's a McDonald's hamburger. Right. So it's a very, very distinct thing. So sometimes I want McDonald's hamburgers and then there's just the universe of other hamburgers. Right. I had this week, I was in Phoenix and I had what used to be my favorite hamburger was the in and out devil, double animal style. Okay. And like I got, like I was really good. I was working out and doing all the good stuff. And I was like, you know what? I'm traveling. I'm trying to eat healthy, but I'm going to have an in and out. So okay. I got an in and out and it was disappointing. Like I was, well, the, the sauce wasn't good. It was wet. Like what's the, yeah, what are you the thinking? Was, the bun was a little too wet. It was, it was disheveled when they hand it, when I got it. Mm. So when my first bite, everything jumped out the back. Which oh. me. So then I had to reassemble and do that, which wasn't very good, but just the, the vision that I've had of that in and out burger, which I used to eat all the time when I traveled out West, it was it. I think that the burger game has really stepped up lately in other places. But when I say that in the same breath, I know what you're saying. There's something that's just unbeatable about a McDonald's cheeseburger. 
there's a math equation that they use that's like we round this off to where it, it, it just has this pepper to it. Yeah. Like I don't know what it is. It could be just tile like kids fucking tears from Malaysia, and they like figured out that it's perfect. But some when I'm hungover, mm. don't give me a gourmet burger. Just give me a couple things from McDonald's. I'm happy. The one the one thing is though is when you're talking about fast food changing, the heartbreak of my life is Wendy's. Because yeah. when I was and we've had this conversation of why Wendy's wasn't on our list. Wendy's used to have a distinct taste, yeah. and now I, there's no ta- everything tastes the same at Wendy's. That's why you got to go to QP Burger, by the way. QP <laughs> Burger is old school Wendy's, but <laughs> hey, listen, let me um, tell you that this place I stayed at was the epitome of my childhood fast food fantasy land. There was so in, you're talking about my adult life. Yeah. I like where we're going here. <laughs> well, in the parking lot of this one, it was a big area. You know, it was kind of like a mall, but there was a, and this was right. Like I was staying in an Airbnb behind this place and in the parking lot of this mall, there was an in and out. There was a Chick-fil-A. There was an A&W slash Long John Silver, which. Oh, whoa. I man. love. Right. Oh, shit. Uh, and there was a McDonald's. There were all the typical ones, but those famous ones that I just that are never like the ones that I would get off the highway for that yeah. exit kind of thing. Yeah, they were all in the same parking lot. And here I am trying to be good, trying to watch my weight, trying to exercise and all that. So I, I can't lie. I did also have a Chick-fil-A while I was there. Uh, so, yeah. yeah, my my eating, this is considering that I went out to with clients for two nights, you know, steak dinners and all this kind of stuff. My my off meals were Chick-fil-A and in and out <laughs> As as me and you were talking um, before the show. I had a dinner that was sponsored by a supplier that bought us appetizers, endless, endless appetizers. And let me tell you, every single one of them was amazing. There was no misnomer that this stuff was amazing. There was one problem. We were all eating appetizers and we're like drinking and everybody was under the state of mind that we were going to get dinner. And I was like, not only am I getting dinner, this place has bourbon ice cream. I'm getting the ice cream after and then out of nowhere, my boss's boss, Dirk, was like, there's no food. Do you want me to get food? And I was like, well, I'm already six little books in. I'm going to ride this wave and see where it gets. Next thing you know, it's like three in the morning. I I did not touch another. I didn't even come near any sort of other food at all. Nice. Zero. So those get away from me. So the, I did the, a couple uh, distilleries down in Kentucky. There was nothing healthy at any dinner, at any breakfast, nothing. Really? Absolutely. Everything was made with bourbon. They were just like, oh, have you ever had a bourbon napkin before? Here, eat it. I'm like, are you you kidding me? So, yeah, so my diet fell to shit. And then after, uh, yeah, last night was terrible. So while we're talking about is Donnie old or not, is he had a tweet, and I'm going to quote this tweet. Why would Kim Jong-un insult me by calling me old when I would never call him short and fat? Oh, well. I tried hard to be his friend, and maybe someday that will happen. Jason, is there a better tweet in the history of Twitter? No, I, I have Donnie on my Twitter feed. Donnie Twitter? I just Twitter. happened to be on it when it first posted. It was like three seconds old, and I couldn't hit the retweet button fast enough because it was by far the most eloquently crafted move of diplomacy I have ever seen in my entire life when he called Kim Jong-un short and fat. 
<laughs> no, 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 no. He didn't call him short and fat. He said he would never I call would him never short call him short and fat. It's so brilliant. This is my new move now. This is how you do everything. Be like, is that girl a cunt? I would never call her a cunt. Well, I mean, he does. Yeah, you know, it's what it is. Like I said, I, we both agree. We kind of wish he didn't have Twitter. But like, if someone put this on a T-shirt, I'm pretty sure I'd wear it. Like, I am such a fan. And it, it went up 23 hours ago. 224,000 retweets. And it's just on like the one below it. He got 24,000. Right. He got a hundred and twenty. He attacked a world leader by calling him short and fat and then being like, well, actually, no, I would never call him short and fat. It is just genius. Do you think as he's typing this on his phone that he's chuckling, that he's laughing? Do you think? No, because I don't even No, I think he's like, this is just real life. Like I'm putting this down. Like I, it's like a hip hop artist, man. Like these are his words. Like he's just speaking from his, he's just speaking from his mind. Like it's great. Like, no, he does not see the humor in this at all. Maybe I'm giving him too much credit. Cause I, I'm just praying that for the sake of, of all things good, that he's just chuckling, thinking how funny this is going to rock the Twitter verse. Okay. Maybe you're right, because maybe he does find himself to be the funniest person. So he's like, ha yeah, got him. Yeah. Like, like it's like when me, it's like me, you and uh, fart man and Mike, when we have like a real good, like a tweet or a text that goes in the or conversations, you like sit back on some of them. You're like, I can't wait to see who responds. And every once in a while, if fart man responds to a text, yeah. that means something good happened in the conversation. When you launch it, when you hit that button send and you know, it's high quality material you're about to put out. Like I always get like when I know it's good, like I just know it's good. And I hit that button. I just, the gratification of having the responses back. I'm sure that's what freaking Trump is sitting there doing. Cause you know, he's the guy that could probably, if we called him right now, he'd be like, uh, there's about 224,000 retreats of that. It's huge. He he knows the stats. He knows the stats. Absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, how do you, do you think this matters at all? Do you think we'll forget about this in like a week? Yes. I do too. Yeah. I don't, I don't, this is a strong, strong tweet. Right. Um, but it's not powerful enough for me to be, you know, Michigan week to be like, Hey, remember that tweet? This yeah. is going to be gone forever. But I, I, this is like Scaramucci. I'm really glad we got to celebrate this one together. And we, we have a podcast where we can both laugh Ugh. that he said he never would do something that he clearly did. Well, and it's, you know, what Jeez. I, what I find really funny is the way it's perceived by, the world now, right? Because there's people like you and I who I, I think are taking it for its comedic value. Like we laugh, yeah. we chuckle, we go, this is hysterical. This can't be real. This is, this is a, a really poor comedy on a political yeah. satire, right? Then there's other people who are gravely offended, right? Just absolutely gravely offended. Like it's the worst thing in the world. Like that's not my president. I'm going to leave this country. I'm moving because he does stuff like this. And then there's yeah. the staunch opposition, which is saying, yes, that's right. We're taking the game to that horrible dictator in uh, North Korea. You know, it's, it's just like, <laughs> but it seems to me the appropriate answer is laughter. Right. And so I wish if everybody could just enjoy it for what it's worth, we'd all be better in this world right now. I just think it's so funny because I use Twitter to follow sports people and comedians and a mixture of both and a lot of barstool. 
So whenever a Trump tweet comes out, it's like the only political anything I have on my on my timeline. So it'll be like a, like a dick butt joke, and then it'll be like Trump, and then it'll be like something so stupid above it. So sometimes I just screen them because I'm like, what a weird world. Like mm. that this guy is playing in a playground where I'm just trying to see like what John Boys is up to and like his next like crazy or pretty good stories. Like Obama, I run into, like, did, did you ever follow any Obama tweets? I don't know. Not even a no. zero. Zero. Same zero. here. Zero no. here. But yeah, I, this is the only political person because I really have tried to eliminate anyone that is political out of my, because yeah. I, I mean, because I go to Twitter just for the horrible gratification of laughing and trying to find something funny. And you're right. It's, it's usually sports people, uh, a little bit of barstool stuff, a lot of comedians. Right. So that's yeah. it. I, I want to go and enjoy my uh, little time that I spend in that social network. But you got to throw Trump in because you just can't. Carmucci, Scarmucci was there, but has really yeah. kind of came to a screeching halt. But yeah. So how about this side note? I think we've talked about this before. Do you think, like, what do you think Democrats, like I, I really, I just don't even talk about it anymore, but they've got to be like, dude, Hillary, you got to just stop. Like this stuff has to stop. Like they've got to distance themselves from her. She is just the worst looking out for number one. Like, I don't know anything about this book. I'm clearly never going to read this book. But everything I hear, like, all the, I'm like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. Yeah. Like, you lost. Go disappear. Like, just go away. Like, you're going to hurt your party so much because you're coming back with the same rhetoric. And it's like, it's clear that you were just, you were dirty. Like, that's why people don't like you. You're dirty. Right. No, I agree. And I think it's, I mean, it's time and time again. It's, she's not, none of these candidates really. It's funny. They don't care about the party. It's obvious. None of them care about the country. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Hillary had completely sabotaged the DNC. Uh, it makes you wonder why somebody like Bernie isn't freaking out more than the few minor statements that he's made on this too. Right. And I saw he's in his million dollar houses, bro. He knows the murder house. already happened. You got he it. knows the murder already happened. He lost. Right. He can't go back. These politicians are so good because they know they can't go back. Hillary can't get out of it. It's just like Al Gore's big problem. They, right. they get so close. Things just come down to these inches. And then their whole life is going to be around that one thing that happened. There's just it, you lost. You just got to you got to tuck your tails and just move on. Did you listen to that uh, Rogan podcast with uh, Sebastian Younger on it? Yeah. Yeah. I love that guy. Like yeah. I, he was talking about the. uh the percentage of people who are uh, politically, uh, I guess, selected based upon their family and upbringing, right? So yeah. the entire time he's talking about how, hey, I'm I'm a Democrat by nature, by I'm a, I'm a Democrat by birth, but I, you know, I have probably social conservative leanings. You know, it's kind of very interesting. But he makes a really valid point in that whole thing. Not to go too far into this thing, but he starts talking about. Um, the inability of, of politics to represent society and to uh, take care of the country, right? And so yeah. he goes on this long speech. I really recommend it. If you haven't heard it, that's a great... I mean, all of Rogan's podcasts are awesome, but I really like that one. It's a really recent one. But he started... When you asked that question about uh, what's the deal with Hillary, I mean, there it is, a, 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 you know, a guy that proclaims to be a Democrat who just like, I think, any logical, rational thinking person says... This lady needs to get off the boat. 
I mean, yeah. you just can't do it. But, you know, I, I, I don't know. We, we got the lady that won't leave the boat, and then we got a guy tweeting about short, fat dictators. Uh, and those well, are the I mean, two how, best how candidates, is, right? Those are the two very yeah. best Americans in the world to run for that position. How did Ken John Un or he hasn't said anything back, right? No, he'll probably just try to lob a nuke at us now. <laughs> I don't. I, there's no worth for him doing that. He knows he'll get blown to smithereens. It, it's the only thing that could bring the world together. Really, is them attacking. Because then it would just be all on. The real Paul, nobody's talking about Palestine and Iran. They're about ready to drop baloney on each other. Oh, sure. Those countries are. Did you hear what uh, Palestine did? What? I think it's Palestine. I might be saying the wrong country. Anyways, they took their like top 31 most influential people and locked them in the palace. Like they're not allowed out, but they're not like prisoners. But they're like, we want you in here. Is this? Because they're about ready to fuck Iran up, man. Is this the show on FX? No, this is the this is the new uh, the new it's like the Sheik's son or something like that. So this guy just took over and they like said they had an airplane blow up and it's just like they're not fucking or they had a helicopter blow up and Russia's like saying it wasn't them kind of shit or not Iran saying it wasn't them kind of shit and everything I'm reading is this this dude is about ready to show power. It's like oh fuck because then Lord knows we'll have to get intervened in that shit. And they'll be aiming that direction. All right, I want to go to the positive thing. And it's something we didn't talk about in the pregame. Did you watch the 30 for 30 on Ric Flair? Woo, of course. No, I did. Not only okay. did I watch it, I prepared a half hour early, watched some old highlights on uh, the WWE Network. Okay. Got my setup, my food, paused it long enough. I paused it like for like 10, 12 minutes. So that way I could fast forward through those two or three little imp- those breaks I had. Uh, I also had to wait for the kitchen to clear out so that I could listen to the thing in peace. <laughs> but uh, sure, you're talking about the dogs there. Yes, so. yes. Yeah. But uh, of when it comes to thirty for thirties, uh, it's uh, my top three probably. Whoa! Yeah. Are you kidding me? I loved it. I'm I'm confused by that. I, really? I'm sorry. Yeah. Wow. I, I put it in top fifteen. It's not. I learned like maybe three things. I knew they were going to play on. Uh, the spoiler alert. Who have seen it? But they're going to play on the son's death. I knew that. Oh yeah. I feel like just they did it in an hour and a half, but it was more about the tragedy of his life. So so much is lost. Right. So you do gain like a good side. Love that part of it. Oh no! I know! I know! But it's like it's almost like. They did this because WWE can't do this. Right. To protect the WWE image, they can't go that in far, like in depth with someone like Ric Flair. Right. So they're like, hey, ESPN, you have the rights to do it. Just like HBO's already do the Andre the Giant. Right. Um, I thought the illustrations were really fun. Yeah. I thought that, like the illustrations were like a really it good remind uh, me touch. of the Bo Jackson one. You remember? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Like, yeah. yeah. I think it actually had to be the same artist. Had to be think close, of. yeah. And that's yeah. one of my top ones too, right? Yeah. yeah. Um I I I just really enjoyed it but I was like I it, it's like when you with the time where you, how you see how the sausage was made. It's like, oh man, like when yeah. they go into the family part of this and like his first wife how he's just like he still is Ric Flair. Like he can't see that his like who he really is. And it's like it's 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 just insane that this guy is so far lost into his own wrestling character. persona that right. there's no way out. Like he is the character now. I mean have you watched it more than once? You just watched it the one time. 
No, I won't watch it. I won't watch that again. Oh, you got to watch it again because nah. you got to watch it for the comedic aspects of it. I love Ric Flair. I love him. The character that's in him. Yeah. But there are so many one liners in that thing that are just classic. The way he shifts gears, he's all over the place and going on. And some of these lines, it's. I, I, you got to listen. Did you hear? Uh, did you hear? <laughs> he is the greatest man. Oh. He, you know that that is that. Did is you hear Bill stuff. Burr breaking him down? No, I go, haven't heard that go yet. Google I want. I got Google. It's like a t- I, 10, 12 minute thing. Bill Burr breaking it down into the comedy yeah. aspects of it. Yeah. Holy shit, is it funny? I mean, you know, when they're like, "Well, how many women have you slept with?" Without skipping a beat. Oh, ten thousand. Which is just not possible, right? No, I think it's possible. I told you my story about him walking down the hallway with two I know. elderly African-American ladies. I got to put them in like the 75. I just can't see 10. It just doesn't make sense to me. But different era, I probably don't understand all the nine-sums that he had. So I don't know. It just And it seems like he'd have a lot of repeat customers. I don't know. He's moving city to city. Yeah, but when he comes back to Kansas City, you're going to have your best hookup girl. You know, but if you hooked up with one in Kansas City, there's more than one hookup girl in Kansas City. It just seems very improbable that Ric Flair didn't have like a couple like steady girls in some cities. Oh, I'm just sure, and, and they were the ones that brought in ten other girls. I uh, no, see, I, I, I would agree with that. No, um, I, I liked it. I mean, the I, drinking, the drinking, uh, how much he drank, that was pretty. That was intense. I'd never thought it would be that that way where it was what 10 drinks 10 beers and 10 six cocktails yeah Yeah. was it 10 and 10 Uh, i mean it was something like that yeah yeah and the way he told that story where he was like and in the long run the guy who was the doctor he was talking to he ended up having to lay on the couch and rick had to like talk talk to him that kind of stuff that's hysterical or when they ask him about monogamy (laughs) yeah how long was he i tried he goes one day i tried one day i tried (laughs) but i i uh, i i I liked how they sprinkled in some of his best rivals. I thought they did a real good job with that. You know, I think what ESPN was looking to do was to capture the essence of what Rick was, which means that a lot of people even listen to this podcast have never watched wrestling, right. but they know the woo, like they know the jet, ste- uh, the jet riding, kiss dealing, wheel and dealing, like they know all that stuff. So I thought ESPN did a good job of making him. Showing that, you know, here's here's that guy. Here's more into it that wrestling isn't just some fake thing. Like, you know, people do get hurt. And, like, there are serious sacrifices made by the people at the top. Uh, yeah. I, for that reason, I thought ESPN did a real good job. It's just not going to vault into my anywhere. Like, where I'm like, I have to watch it once a year. And if it's to, on, I'll watch it. Go listen to the book clip and then watch it again. And then, because I think what you get, I think you and I, this is, I think what, I, I suffered a little from, but I tried to shake it off was the fact that I was already very well versed in Ric Flair, right? Yeah. I knew everything yeah. about him. I know the plane yeah. crash. I know the kids. Yep. I know the, the multiple marriages. I knew the woman. I, I knew everything. So there was no aha moments or anything like that to me. But if you can watch it with somebody that has only a socially acceptable understanding of who Ric Flair is, right? He's all yeah. that wrestling guy or something like that. Yeah. I think your eyes, uh, will not betray your ears at that point, And then you'll get the massive amount of comedy that comes out of that whole thing. It's just cause it doesn't make any sense. I mean, it makes sense to me because I already knew what the answers were going to be coming out. But if my mom sat there and listened to this, 
she would just not have any clue. I think she would be laughing nonstop because it's almost impossible to believe that's a reality for somebody. Now there was some, there was some depressing stuff in there, of course, but I don't know. I enjoyed it. I thought they did a really nice job. Did you know that Charlotte's name was Ashley? Oh yeah. Her name was Charlotte. I no, never, she's named I never, after I, the city, Charlotte. I know. I yeah. just figured Rick just did that, and he was like, "Charlotte, that's perfect." Oh, and no, I never Ashley. knew that. So, yeah, yeah. no, they did. They did a good job. It's just, it's just, uh, it's just sad. I mean, it's just one of those things where I don't, I don't worry about the people and their like real life realities in that sense. And, and again, judging on sad, I mean, this guy's lived every dream that he ever wanted to. We. Oh no, 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 I, I completely agree with all that. Right. I just. I like Ric Flair for Ric Flair. I don't need to see how the sausage was made. Yeah, I understand like, that. I, I, I've seen it once. I don't like hearing the wrestling stories. It's just, it's one of those weird things about me. Like when I hear, you know, Stone Cold Steve Austin's podcast and he'll have the guys on and after a while you're like, okay, like you guys drank and you screwed a lot of girls. Like there's right. not much like, they don't really go into much of how they built their characters and stuff like that because they were their characters. So I'm like, all right, like I'm good. I'm right. good on all that. I hear you. So. Okay, Jason, I talked about this one before. I don't know how in-depth we can go on this one or what it is, but a lot of allegations getting dropped out there for people being a little uh, little extra sexual in Hollywood these days. And uh, one of our uh, one of those guys we and you have talked about um, for a long time, and you know, I think I've seen everything he's done. I think you have too. Mm-hmm. Um, Louis C.K. Yeah. From everything I've read now has three accusers of um, him pretty much – Pulling his cock out and in front of people. But he asked. Yes. <laughs> he asked. And first. they just, yes. Yeah. So when you read, have you in depth read these yes. three yes. accounts? Yes, I have. Is Okay. So we know Harvey Weinstein is the 10 out of 10. Like right. he is, he's the epicenter. Right. Is this a three out of 10? Like, isn't it kind of like. They're comedians. They're crazy people. Like they do wild things. Like Andy Dick is a comedian. Like we right. know they do crazy things. Like right. is this people just building onto a mountain now where it's like, yeah, and comedy crazy things did happen or is it really like uh, an epidemic and it was like a bad thing? Well, I think here's, you know, and this is a, it's a tight rope to walk here, right? Because yes. this is yes. uh, this Harvey Weinstein deal. If you honestly can say, I can't believe an actress slept with a guy to get a role, I can't believe that happens, then you're either absolutely ludicrous or you're lying to yourself because that has been a given in Hollywood forever. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, the pressure that was done and the raping, the allegations and those kind of things, because remember, some of these women have come up and thanked him during their Emmy speeches and their Oscar awards. These same people then have accused him of this. Um, the Louis CK thing. Um, I think again, he in his mind was trying to be, um, I don't think he was trying to use his power in order to put these women in a bad position, but he made a horrible choice. Uh, oh, yeah. and you know, this is, I'm a big follow of that group of comedians. I know we have some similar likes in comedians, but there's a group of comedians that really stemmed out of the Opie and Anthony show for years. So the Jim, uh, you know, the Jim Norton, the Rich Voss, Bobby Kelly, CK, Louis CK, uh, all of them were really close in that group. There were jokes about Louie doing this 10 years ago. Yeah. You know, and so, uh, 
I think that if the climate hadn't drastically changed like it had in the last year or so, uh, I still don't think this would be a major issue. Not that it's right. Uh, not trying to make it right, but I think it's no. uh, it's a horrible situation. And I, I mean, I'm sure you read his statement, right? Yeah. 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 So, I mean, what are your thoughts on this? It's just like the all-time weird one. It's like uh, in this day and age of everybody wanting to be right, and they hold back. Like, first off, all the Hollywood people that were like, oh, my God, Donald Trump said, grab the grab him by the pussy. Right. Shut up. You oh. guys all knew this was going on. Yeah. Like, everybody knew this was going on. Now, did I? No. It's just like the Bill Cosby stuff. For right. they, the, the rumors are out there. Especially in this day and age, this shit's already out there on these people. Um, I just, when you read what happened, it's like, yeah, Louis C.K.'s weird, man. It's like, to me, it's just like when people got on to, now, I'm not saying that's right. I'm just saying he is a weird dude in the same way that when people got on Larry David for his SNL thing, I'm like, right. that's comedy. Like he's talking about the Holocaust saying, how do you holla at a girl at the Holocaust? Like, right. or at a concentration camp, excuse me. That's comedy. Uh, nothing's off limits in comedy to me. You can joke about anything. It doesn't matter. It, and when people get caught up in that, and now this is just talking on the Larry David side. It's just like, that's so stupid. So when you come back to someone who's like Louis C.K., I, I'd be more shocked if I didn't hear things about Louis C.K. Like, where, like where's the Andy Dick stories? Well, like, and there's think, all these, there's I think these if you people listen that's to like... Him. Yeah. I was going to say, if you uh, listen yeah, to him and look at it as art or listen to his words, these comedians write what they know, right? That's where, yeah. I mean, and most of them had a rather interesting lives <laughs> you know it's yes. you don't take a guy that had two great parents and a great schooling and all that kind of stuff and they become these deranged comedians it just doesn't happen at least not the ones that we like but i mean you look at him he wrote that uh that episode of louis where he basically was raping his girlfriend and there were just rape jokes and all of them the new york post i think in that time came out and wrote about what a that you should never make jokes about rape, but if you do, Louis C.K. is the one that's handled it the most appropriately way because of the absurdity of the answer uh, that it's okay. They even they stood up and applauded him about the way he was doing rape jokes. I just remember this. Remember when he hosted SNL like two years ago and he got all that trouble because he, yeah. he joked about, his, about rape? Oh, yeah. He did the joke about uh, not raping a woman, but if you're going to rape a woman... Yeah. If you're going to rape somebody, he didn't even say a woman. If you're going to rape somebody, there probably needs to be a better strategy to play. And it was so ludicrous and so over the top that it was obviously a comedic jest. But this is a string that was very common in his comedy. Yes. Awkwardness, sexuality, weird positioning all his time. So, you, like, I totally agree with you. The fact that that there hasn't been anything more publicly about this is kind of worrisome until you go, okay, that's not that big a deal. But I mean, I don't want to discredit these women. I mean, it, not at all. You know, that's not what we're trying to do, but Jesus, is it just me? Or is it, is it, I just stands with her movement and all of this kind of stuff. If the society really is where I think it's something one out of every six women get raped and uh, one out of every three women have put in situations that are, uncomfortable for them i, mean, I think yeah. as a you know as a society as a whole we need to kind of change our attitude towards women and shape up um yeah it's a shame that we're gonna put louis ck and he's gonna get i mean who knows what happens to his career 
But we it, heard about this. You know about this movie, right? Yeah, the Candidate, the one with where it's yeah. Uh, it's him with Woody a fourteen-year-old sixteen-dollar, and she's like, or sixteen-year-old dollar, and she's trying to bang like a rich guy who's in movies. Right. It's the Harvey Weinstein story. Like, it's a Woody Allen story. It's a Woody Allen. Woody Allen. Yeah. 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 Woody Allen. You're yeah. right. Yeah. 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 But that's done. That's canned. Yeah, but it had like a comedic twist to it, which right. is so ironic for this to happen now. And that's what keeps happening is all these stories fall after Harvey Weinstein. All these stories fall right when the person's about ready to have something big happen to them. So conspiracy. Like, he's Jared. got a movie coming out. The other there's a couple of the other ones like bad movies coming out. It's like, I don't know, man. It's, it's once again, I always say people attack Trump so much that when it is like, hey, let's attack Trump. Everybody's fatigued. Well, and it's I like think you got to kind of you got to go with the guy get some breaks. And now with these rape, like everything's going crazy. And it's like the finger points back at Hollywood. And it's like, hey, absolutely. What do you have a rape culture out there? What is going on out well, there? And I think I, I it would not be surprising to me if a lot of this stuff was done through investment of research and through the right side of the political spectrum to bring all this out yeah. because Hollywood has yeah. been so powerful and all this and how, I mean, you know, if, yeah, don't cast that first stone, right. You yeah. know, yeah. Donald Trump locker room talk, pretty bad guy. Right. But, but hold on. No, but wait no. a second, but wait a second. We <laughs> locker talk, everybody lock, every single guy on this planet locker. Talk. Absolutely. Absolutely. So th- what I'm saying is if that's what, do, if that's what they're going to use to judge them with, it's not that hard to dig up, to point that, horrible moral finger directly back at Hollywood and say, why don't you take a check at yourself? Cause now it's just everyone. I mean, their stories nonstop that Corey Haim is now coming out with all of them. Matthew, um, more, what's that guy's name? Matthew. He was in ER and a couple other things. He was on, he was in uh, top gun, the volleyball partner goose. He had a whole thing came out of how he was molested. Everybody in Hollywood's either been molested or been socially, uh, sexually assaulted. It seems like now, so, talking about tearing down the ivory towers. How about this? Two guys being dude prediction machine. Okay. Com- a comedian that is like a movie star or something like that that you think will be accused in the next two weeks. I've got a name. Would you want to throw one out there? So, here's the I'm one. Going, th- I'm, I'm going for a big fish in the sea, by the way. A big fish in the sea. Well, I, I don't think Seinfeld's going to get it. Uh, no, no. No. And I... Uh, let me think of a big name comedian. You don't even have to. If there's just someone you feel like, oof, this is like, that's a guy who could, it could happen. Well, the best is. Cause, that, cause, but, but here's the thing. Louis C.K. is so big that these are, these take, not many comedians are on Louis C.K.'s level. No, that's the problem. I mean, I don't know if, it, if you look at, because all the guys I have are so open about how socially deranged they are that there's no surprise. You're not going to be like, oh, Jim Norton was dressing in women's, clothing and having girls shit on him well we know that because he tells us that (laughs) you know so all right how about this then i'll make my prediction you just see if you agree with me all right i'm lining this up because the dude he he made albums and i always thought they were a little bit off um i think he's a weird dude makes a lot of money i don't think he's married i don't know adam sandler (sighs) he was already it's, it's Dude, too late. He already like was accused. No shit. Yeah. He was on that. Are you, Gra- you know, that Graham Norton show, that British talk show. Oh, I don't count when he put his hand on that girl. Yeah. I don't count that. That's the start of it though. Oh, okay. Shit. My bad. 
right? That's how it starts. And then they're going to uh, go who, back and find out. Who's the uh, guy that says next to Conan? Andy? Yeah, Andy. Andy Richter. That's Andy. who my next prediction is. <laughs> That's who your next prediction is? Yeah. Wow. Just, it's just such a weird time. It's such a tough subject because you got to wear like, you got to be very careful going into it. But it's just like the Louis C.K. thing. It's just like now people are just piling in these. It's like it's not about trying to fix anything. It's more like this, hey, me too. And it's like, well, at what point does it line up when people start pointing back at themselves and being like, well, how, why is this all coming out at once? Like it should have came out at a different, you know, it's your responsibility to come out and report this stuff. Right, so I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with Amy Schumer. Whoa. Reverse it. Yeah. Oh shit. Wait, did you see Mariah Carey's bodyguard? Who's a dude? He's suing her. Yeah. That dude that, is my hero. That's we what, get, he's a, that is a two guys being dude hall of famer, man. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I could, that's I, could why I was going Mariah with Amy. Show. Cause that's what I thought I was, I was thinking Mariah and I was thinking, you know, Amy, she's been a crazy one. Or uh, what's oh. the other Sarah, uh, Sarah Silverman. <laughs> I, I, Sarah Silverman's hot. I oh, like yeah. her a lot. Oh yeah. yeah. That attitude. Yeah. But you know, cause I'm just trying to think, cause it has to go full spectrum, right? Yeah. Hmm. All right. Well, let's close that book on that shit. And hopefully uh, there's no more accusations and Hollywood cleans their game up and we find out what the hell really was oh, that's not gonna going happen. on out there. Although, yeah, the pedophile stuff's about ready to hit, I think. So that's going to be I fun. mean, Pizzagate and with all the Democrats. I mean, this is just ridiculous. Yeah. Well, let's brighten the day up. Let's talk about our uh, Ohio State Buckeyes, Jason. Yeah. We uh, took Michigan State to the woodshed. I actually was able to leave before the end of the second quarter again. Did you go to the game? <laughs> Did you actually get yeah. in? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was, I was out of there with like six to go in the second. I was like, there's no reason. Like, this is just stupid. The, even the, I felt bad we had Michigan State fans sitting behind us and to the left of us. First time in the shoe. Really good conversations. Um, I just was like, all right, this is, I feel bad for you guys. At least you get to see our band. Like, you're not going to see anything else right. productive. I had a, uh, a good customer of mine that's up in uh, Michigan, huge Michigan State guy, text me, I don't know, a couple days prior to the game. Hey, you want to make a bet on this game? Oh. Sure. What do you want? And I go, well, I, just whatever. It's a customer. I'm not going to be like, hey. So, so we yeah. bet dinner. Your, your business. Yeah. Yeah, we bet dinner. Uh, and by the end oh, of the I second quarter, he said, tell me where you want to go eat. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you. I can tell you. Two positives, big two positives for me from this game. Mm -hmm. There were new flavors of Jello shots this week. Mister Caldwell brought new flavors. Yeah, and he was like, he saw me from like fifty-seven yards away and was like pointing at me, like <laughs> he and I guessed on both of them because it's liquor, so I feel like I have a good advantage. Right. I'm never right. The way he makes these Jello shots, people, I'm telling you, it's amazing. <laughs> and I never knew they had unflavored Jello. I had never known that before. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, and number two, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. What were the flavors? You got you. Oh, there was a pumpkin spice one. Oh no, and, he didn't go pumpkin spice. Yeah, which was I know it was I think it was pumpkin. I don't, it was like spiced. I don't know. It was good. Both of them were really good. I don't know. I was drunk. I was drinking boiling makers. Oh jeez. So I I brought fifty mLs to sneak into the game, and then we were drinking at that free Budweiser hookup at BC. Yeah. And I like accidentally fumbled out one of my 50 mLs, and I was just like, most poured in my beer. And then uh, Ryan Deal, who I went with, he did that. Then we did it for our next two beers. 
then yeah, so they got away from us. But number two, remember how we were in there and they always have like an away team's beer? Yeah. What do you think the Michigan away beer was? It had to be a Bell's thing, right? Yeah. Was it? And it wouldn't have been Oberon. Was it uh, Bell's Brown Ale? Two hearted in a can, a 12 ounce can. I had five. Oh my God. I left God. a second. We, you just can't say no. no. I was just denting the can like in the middle. You know how I always dent right. my can at the top so it's right. easier. I was denting the can in the middle and just going after it. Like it was the, I, I was in the shoe. And when we sat down, the two Michigan State people behind us, like, whoa, 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 where'd you get that beer? I lied to them. I'm like, oh, it's just right outside. They went out there and they ended up just getting like <laughs> something terrible, a blue moon. Mm. And the people next to us were like, we're going to make that run. And then we ran out right when Michigan State was getting ready to punt and uh, got two more, smashed those, came back and sat down. I think Buckeye scored two more and we're out of there. But that away beer thing, that's a pr- that was nice. That's a cool thing. deal. That was- yeah. no, I like yeah. that. Yeah. But it were only 12-ounce cans. They didn't have big 16-ounce cans for – Bells too hard. No, and I I won't lie to you. This is a weird thing. I had never seen a twelve ounce can of uh, too hearted before. Yeah. So yeah. it was just like a very weird when you hold a label that you're just not used to, and mm-hmm. it's like one of your favorite beers. That beer is just undefeated. Yeah, such a good beer. I've I've never and I love like it's just got that. This is fucking beer taste to it. Like yeah. there's nothing like no, anybody who drinks too hard the first time is gonna make a face. And I like that. Like, I like my beer to have that little, like, hey, here it comes. It's coming. Because then once you're on, like, number four, it's like, well, that time me and you drank, uh, oh, what's the other bells? The one that all the hops. Hopslam. Oh, Hopslam. Oh. <laughs> I, I seriously remember one time looking at your stairs to go from your basement upstairs. And, like, everybody was up there. And I was like, not right now. Like, I can't. Like, it's just not. I don't. I, I don't have it in me, the effort to give to get up there. I was like, I'm just going to sit back down here. And that was, I mean, those beers that Bell's make are just amazing. Yeah. So back to Ohio State football. We're back. We're going to win the national title. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, I think we're going to take uh, the Big Ten completely out of the ability to win the national title. How's that? Yeah, well, we really needed that Alabama loss. I mean, that would have at least made an interesting – Four ways that we could get into the game, but with this team is just not. I mean, we're we just shouldn't not. be in it. I mean, Wisconsin, no, Michigan State. We're going to hammer great. Wisconsin. Yeah, so hammer Wisconsin in the Big Ten championship game, and if not, then I, I guess Wisconsin really does deserve it. I mean, because they manhandled Iowa. So yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But it, I mean, right now it's uh, what did I say? It was Alabama, Oklahoma, Wisconsin, and. The U is the top. The U. Did you watch any of the U in Notre Dame? I was on a plane. So, <laughs> you know when sometimes it's like All-Star Weekend and it like they'll have it like when they had it in Toronto and it was like Vince Carter was dunking? Right. I bet all my money on uh, the U. I was like, there's no, like this, right. every, the crescendo. When they came in to start the game, they pan across the crowd and the noise right. was just through the roof. And... This turnover chain shit that they have going, it's awesome. Um, I'm, it's, I'm, if any other team was doing it, I wouldn't like it. The fact that it's a U, I'll always like the U. The fact that we always have the 2002 championship over the U, that just means the world to me. Right. This team, I want this team to make it to the Final Four. Like I really think they, I don't think they will. I think Clemson will clip them in the ACC championship. It's just too much pressure for them. But this team is fun they this defense is flying 
just to get they want turnovers so bad that they get like pass interference pass interference calls and they're like cool whatever man like right. i'm getting i'm going for that ball it's a, it's a brand of football that isn't played very often now it reminds me of how the 2014 team ran around for us um the one problem their coach is mike rick or right. what's his name mike yeah. yeah that dude sucks he can't win once it gets to november he sucks so i don't think they're gonna do much going forward no i i had uh, again one of my friends one of my my jujitsu trainer a big yeah. golden domer right huge golden okay. domer fan so tried to uh he goes man it's going to be a great game. We're going to watch it. I was like, no, I'm going to be on a plane. And I said, and I showed him the line. I was like, I'm willing to bet everything I own. The fact that the U is going to win this game. I go, this is yeah. just the most ridiculous line whatsoever. Um, and then he kind of laughed at me and we, we couldn't agree upon a bet before I entered the plane, which was a good thing for him. But the, uh, the now, speaking of the chain, I have to admit, I'm a little irritated. I love the chain for the U, right? And typically, okay. I wouldn't root for the U, but I'm like you. I, I like buying into this team; and they're fun to watch. Yeah, I don't. I'm tired of Alabama. I'm tired of Clemson. Wisconsin exactly. just irritates me. So yeah, let's. And when Miami's relevant in college football, college football's better. That's all there yeah. is to it. But did you see the Buckeyes have the pinning chain now for I'm not the happy wrestlers? About this. Yeah, I'm not happy about this. I'm not happy. That air so because we have the greatest so, wrestler maybe ever in the history of sports in Kyle Snyder, yeah, ever the greatest, and now we have to take that chain. I just oh, I saw that I was just like, please don't. So. Yeah, just like and it will now every team. It's a recruiting tactic. So every the funny thing is, is Tennessee. Do you know what their turnover thing is? What it's a it's a trash can, <laughs> and you 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 bring the ball over and you put it in the trash can. The fact that their coach got fired and their turnover thing, one team's got a chain and the other one's got a fucking trash can. And remember, Butch Davis, <laughs> the former head coach of Miami. <laughs> right? Dude, could you imagine? They're like, hey, when we get these, we're going to put them in this trash can. It's like a rubber made trash can. The best is there's a team that I think, I don't know if they're Division One. Maybe it's, it's not App State. It's somebody, but... They have a turnover like four by like two by four, uh-huh. so it's just like a piece of wood they drew a face on. Nice. So this week, this week when they brought them to the game, Did they dressed them. In, they all wear suits. They dress them in a suit. Oh, they so should have had like, him have a chain a on. They should have had the no. two by four wearing a chain. No, he just had like a like a white shirt and a tie, and like the last guy that had the turnover was bringing him into the stadium. I'm like, oh. and it's just like there's two dots on the wood, and they just drew like circles around it. So this turnover chain thing is going to be really big. Side note on all of our talk here about the Buckeyes. The, I just want to give a shout out to the big one at Golden Eagles for winning their football division. They went 4-1 and one in their division and beat New Albany. Their record is 4-6-1 and one in New Albany 7-2. and two. Okay. We went 4-6-1. and one. But won four games the one, in their division. I, the one just showed up out of nowhere. I, I, just, I just looked it up this week. I don't know. New Albany went seven and two. They're ranked forty-two spots higher than us, but we beat them in the head-to-head, and we have the same record, so we won the division. That's awesome. Is not have you? I've never heard of this. I've never seen a team go four and six and be ranked and like it's just absolutely insane. So go uh, Golden Eagles. That's my Buckeye wrap up. Your Buckeye wrap up with yeah. big. Nut. I don't know. This, here's the thing. Here's the thing I like about the this Buckeye team now. We're not going to lose again. No. 
Right. No, this seems this team's not. They're not. No. So this, the, the, your about right. your early season prediction with us getting beat in Ann Arbor this year? No, I picked Iowa over Ohio State. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I yeah, I think we beat Ann Arbor or I, we beat them pretty easy this year. Um, but this team is really really good when there's no pressure. This it's clear as day. Once the pressure's gone, this team is going to steamroll. And uh, I just I, I kind of can see where it could work out if we went out. We might play uh, Miami in, in the bowl game. Because Miami's going to lose to Clemson. That means they're going to have one loss. And we might be considered the best two-loss team. I think we might fucking play Miami in a bowl game. And Iowa Not in a playoff. Not in the CFP. Oh, no, no, no. Just okay. a bowl game. Because I'll be dead honest with you. And I know me and you have this conversation. And a lot of people get mad when I say this. I want to go to a Buckeye game where Michigan beats Ohio State. It's been so long. I know. I know. I, I, it's just, it need you, we need them at some point. Like there has to be this. I really thought last year when we went into the double overtime, I'm like, okay, it's, it's going to happen. I just, the Buckeyes not playing in the playoff and playing in a bowl game. I'm fine with that. I'm excited. Like I, I like bowl games. Like Are you excited we don't, for the alternate jerseys at Michigan? I heard, I heard, I know we're wearing the black helmets again. I heard that. Yeah, I heard that uh, they're white uniforms. They better be. They need a stormtrooper with a wolf pattern, which then could really come through for me because you know that's my sweet spot right there. Oh, we we both agree the stormtroopers are the greatest of all time. Yeah, but if they have that kind of that weird, cool pattern on it, and it's all white, and it's got that white pattern, that'd be. They just need scarlet. I need scar. I need a piece of scarlet and gray on every single piece of anything Ohio State wears. That's all I need. I don't think I'm asking much. So I'm glad we, we really broke that game down. <laughs> well, there wasn't a whole lot to break down. We scored, we scored, we scored, we scored, we scored. We should have scored, but instead they kicked a field goal. Then we scored, we scored, we scored, we scored. Coming off of going to five distilleries, just kind of getting some, a little bit of rest on Friday and tailgating, me and Ryan walked out of the stadium and we both looked at each other as getting in the Uber and we're like, what the fuck was the score? Like, I don't even, I had no concept that w- what the score was when we walked out. Cause we were just like, let's just get it. Like it was clear that what was going to happen. I so. lost, um, a single bet. I was actually at a casino in Arizona playing cards while the game was on. And I had bet a guy $5 that this was, I think there were five minutes left to go in the first half that the, Buckeyes wouldn't score again because uh, I didn't think I knew we were going to keep going at him, but I thought for sure Dan Antonio would take the air out of the ball, blah, 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 blah. Well, we scored twice at that point. Yeah. So, I, I, I don't know what the I, Michigan state had no game plan. I mean, it was clear as day that these next year is going to be a lot of fun. This yeah, team's going to be just very on who yep. our quarterback is. I'm not worried about it. We're going to be a running team next year. Okay. I actually, I, I could see Burroughs being better than Kenny Guyton. I don't know the backup's name. I'm just going to call him Kenny Guyton. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Kenny G was one of my favorites. So uh, it'll be interesting, but I think that, once again, I love Ohio State for the fun of loving Ohio State. Right. Ohio State can't win a title every year. I'm realistic to that fact. Um yeah, so I'm I'm super excited for this team. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. And the bowl game is going to be fun no matter what. And there is a backwards way we could get into the Final Four. I there really is. we don't get it that way. Yeah. I think uh, every time we backdoor in anything, it goes really I'm really just hoping bad, we play like in the, the uh, 
one of the bowls in Florida. Because that oh, way yeah, I can just drive up and be like, hey, sweet, good. This works out for me. Because yeah. I, I, by the way, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead I was going to say, because like if it's in Tampa, where, where they play the, uh, I don't want to say the Citrus Bowl, but that's not it. Whatever they play there in Tampa. Uh, Raymond James? Yeah, Raymond James. That's a fun place to go. I can't remember what that one is, but yeah, I know they do do that. Yeah. Oh, I'm officially going to Birmingham this year in January. So oh, we got to talk about that. Okay, cool. Yeah. Nice. Do a live podcast from there. So, all right, we want to do our draft and get out of here? Yes. All right, I'm excited for this one. I'm interested on what your strategy is and what you're trying to build over there. Oh. Um, this two guys being dudes draft is going to be superheroes. Um, yes. So we didn't even talk beforehand on any of this. Do you want to define a superhero or do we just not even, do you just want to see where the rules go? I, I won't lie to you. All mine are from the DC Marvel world. I'm not pulling any tricks on this. Uh, mine. Let's see. Uh, one, two, three, four. Five, mine are mainly from the DC Marvel world. Okay, let me just throw a name out where I was like, this, to me, he was a superhero as a kid, and I get why you're going to be like, you're a moron. But the Terminator was a superhero to me. See, this is where I kind of, to me, I got stuck in the comic book sense of superhero. Yes. Okay. But I agree, but you do see the argument there. I, it's I, like, I do, because there's also a lot that I, because like, there's like Blade, right? Uh, yeah, I know yeah. he's a, it's a comic book, but it's also a movie. But there are some definite, like, because uh, I do a little research occasionally, especially just to refresh my memory so I don't miss anything or find stuff I like, right? And if you go through the top 100 comic book characters, or superheroes, that's why I Google top 100 mm-hmm. superheroes, there are lots of unique entries that I wouldn't necessarily classify. Now, I looked at two or three different lists. And there's some fun yeah. facts about the top stuff that we should chat about, which I found yeah. interesting. But there were like a lot of characters from The Walking Dead, um, which I see those as comic book fiction stories, not necessarily superheroes. Yeah. Those are like books more right. than they are. Right. You know. So, and there's also what gets me is there's a lot of video game characters that would rank in mine, right? Uh, but. You can I, just I, name them. Let's just go over real quick. Like, who would you? Who's a like superhero Rude for you? From it? Street Fighter, right? Or you take uh, huh. Zelda because they're superheroes in a sense that they, you know, do these huge missions and blah blah blah. But I. Well, said, then we should do a favorite. We should do a favorite video game character next week. Yeah, we did favorite video games, but now yeah, let's go into the characters. Okay. Well, let's try to get this draft. Get this. So, for the sake of the argument, I I probably and this is what's bad. I can readily admit I was heavily influenced by recent movies on these picks. Even though I did like a lot of comic books when I was younger, I I didn't go super crazy collecting, but I had a pretty decent collection. But, uh, and that probably because of the movie push, my line, my doesn't line up like a lot of the list that I saw in, like uh, top characters. So is it my we're turn not, to go yeah, first? We're not, we're not nerds. Like we're just doing yeah. this cause we think it's fun. And then Harry will get on here and he'll name like some character from like the 1840s. <laughs> like he, like the, Oh, by the way, thanks. Shout out to everybody. Who's not going to hear this at the tailgate. That's like, Oh, I haven't listened in like a few weeks. Right. Shouts out to you guys, man. Thanks a lot. I know you won't hear hey, this. So listen, what does it matter? Let me tell you this. I found that we had 
a fairly decent amount of listeners in Arizona. And I hung out with Brandy and, and Scott this weekend. Big listeners. We're laughing at new talk. lines of the podcast. I was impressed. I was like, well, thank That's you very much. I felt good. So. Oh, you should have heard the excuses of the tailgate. Like, pretty sure Harry was like, I lost hearing. And I was like, all right, man, sounds good. He was busy at the so, polo grounds. <laughs> not happy. Not happy with the tailgate crew at all. Even you, Cachet. I think Cachet said something about how he doesn't listen to it. I don't so. think he ever listens to it, which is probably a good Sometimes thing. I think he's a robot and he just turns off when he's talking to Like when I'm talking to him, he's just like, whatever, Jared. It's all good, man. <laughs> Everybody has good. their way of dealing with Jared. <laughs> yeah, because Jay's just like, all right, man. Like I'm just going to stay put, even keel, and I'll get right through And this. keep drinking these 30 beers slowly but consistently. <laughs> yeah. Well, then I, when he saw me pouring Jack Daniels into my beer, he was definitely like, all right. <laughs> Conversations wean into a close here, Jared. <laughs> and oh, shots out to Nick Gallo. So, oh, sorry, I gotta go on this tangent. So, I'm in the VC. I see Nick Gallo walking by. I already know that the, he's the storm cloud. Like it, it's Nick Gallo. He's right. gonna be negative about everything. So I'm like, hey Gallo, what's going on, man? Like, hey, I'm like, hey, today, like we're laying the hammer. And he's like, oh, I don't even want to fucking be here. I don't know what you're <laughs> talking about. Have you, seen, have you seen this team? I can't even get up for him. And I was like, come on, man. I was like, let's just take it. Oh, I don't even want to be here. I got to do this. My house is on fire. All this bullshit. Get to the, so I go to the tailgate. He's over there kicking rocks in the corner. I can't even believe I'm going into this game. This team sucks. JT Barrett. So the whole time, I'm just going at him the entire time about all the positives of this game. So it was actually a lot of fun because everybody was like, yeah, Nick, you are completely always negative about everything. So That's true. Yeah. I, I, some of the things I just don't miss of the tailgate. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, you picking first? What's happening? Yeah, I'm picking first. Um, okay. And Do you have a strat? Are you trying to build a team to beat my team? Or are you just. No. Like I have. Because one of my be picks. Built. One of my picks is so far left field that it's going to make my team so absolutely weak. But it's true to my heart. Okay. And, right, and here's the other thing. It's top superheroes, but are we not including villains? No, villains for sure. They're superheroes. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I want to make sure because usually I think superheroes, that's got to be a good guy, but I got some bad guys that I like. Well, I mean, once again, if we were all born in Germany, there'd be a good chance either me or you would be a fucking Nazi. Like uh, everybody just kind of joined on the team and was like, that's the bad team. And by the way, if they would have won, they would have been considered the good guys. So when a bad guy loses in a movie and everybody's like, oh, they was bad. I'm like, he was one victory away from kind of being the good guy of the story. So that was a really weird, random Nazi thing there. Sorry really? about that. And let's be realistic. You'd be the Nazi. No way. Oh my no God. No way. Have you seen your hair? Don't lately? talk about this hair. Don't talk about this <laughs> yeah. hair. Dude, this Are you hair coloring it? It's like blonde now. This thing is no, but it, it is looking pretty damn good today. That flow is nice. No, it's, it's terrible right now. So, alrighty. So I took the ultimate anti-hero for my number one pick. Okay. All right. So my number one pick is Deadpool. Fucking Kyle Coleman on the other side here. Really? You know, Kyle, Kyle Coleman, every single day, no matter where he goes, he takes a Deadpool mask with him and he Snapchats and he's like always doing dumb shit, like driving down the road and being in Columbus and he'll turn around. It's like him and the Deadpool. Like he's gone as Deadpool for two straight Halloweens. I had no idea. Oh, dude, he like if he does anything like out to dinner or anything, orders anything, get it mailed to his house. It's Wade Wilson. Really? Any 
anything. He's obsessed with Deadpool. He watches a Marvel movie every single night. Wow. You should have had him on this. Yeah, really. I had no clue. I just thought the All movie right, so was tell good. Tell me about Deadpool here. I'm interested in what you, why you like Deadpool. I just like the idea of the character. I like, as with any of these characters where they were, especially some of these guys that were hurt or disfigured or something in their life, put them into a lousy position and then they fight for their honor and victory. But his attitude, especially in the comic books, was yeah. just funny. I mean, it was just, he was ruthlessly mean had zero regard for the law for good or bad. He just went and did what he wanted to do. And yeah. I like his, uh, his special ability seems to be, seems to be more realistic than uh, a lot of these superheroes. I mean, so okay. that's kind of, and I just like the character. It makes me laugh. And it's uh, so that's the movie was great. I thought I'm not oh, a Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Great job. Yeah. Great job. So, and I just enjoyed So, and I thought of all the ones that I went through, there are some that I like, uh, and I figured that I could get away. I thought I'd try to steal Deadpool because I thought he might be on your list. But I honestly thought this was my first pick right behind my second pick, which I'm a, I'm fairly sure you won't pick, so I'll be okay. Yeah, it sucks because I know who you're going to pick and it's going to frustrate me. Um, I'm not going to comment on who's on my list or not. I'm going to play this one tight to the vest. Okay. Uh, number one, it's... You know, it's it's done. You know who it is. It's Tony Stark, Iron Man. Yeah. Uh, the comic books were my favorite growing up. Loved them. Um, Ghostface Killer made an album called Iron Man. Um, that always plays big to me. And if you watch uh, Iron Man 1 when Tony is in the jet, a Ghostface Killer song is playing in the background. So, shouts out to them for sh- lo- showing love and to Ghostface. I think in Iron Man 2, Elon Musk was in it, which is what the modern Tony Stark was modeled after. Keep your Deadpool shit on the other side. We're talking about Iron Man right now. I just said that. <laughs> I know. I'm messing. I'm messing. Um, I just, I think, get the movies out of the way. The cartoon and the comic book, it was just so much fun, Tony being Tony. And I, I just absolutely love that. Um, Robert Downey Jr. is taking it to another level. Um, it makes me sad to know at some point in my life they're going to do an Iron Man movie where he won't be involved because money is king and that's just they're going to have to make money one day and it's going to suck. But uh, I just think Robert Downey Jr. playing Robert Downey Jr. playing Tony Stark is one of the greatest things that's ever happened in movie um, history. Um, the suits are amazing. Every other thing he does um, with his robots and stuff is amazing. And I always like the background with his father, um, his father being involved and sure. how it intertwines into Captain America and everything like that. Um, and hail Hydra and all that stuff. So, uh, yeah, easy for me. Iron Man number one. Yeah. This draft could end. I'd be happy. So it was, he was number two on my list. I knew I could take him, but I also knew that realistically you had a lot better appreciation for him than I did. Uh, and I love Iron Man and you're right. The thing about Iron Man really for me is, and I think you liked him much longer because I really didn't get into Iron Man until some of the more recent movies. Uh, I mean, well, until Robert Downey started playing them. Because uh, comic books really never were my thing on that. So, yeah, great pick. Hard to go wrong with Iron Man. Interesting, and we'll talk some more at the end of this, where Iron Man ranks on about four or five of these top 100 lists. Interesting to see where he ranks. I can tell you it was, I was very, I was not at all surprised by one and two, but always yeah. extremely surprised at where Iron Man would fit in that list. So, my number two um, it's kind of an easy one, <laughs> uh, but this character, I love the story of him. 
uh, is probably one of the most popular, if not the most popular, it's arguably in one or two. Uh, I think the different versions of this character uh, has played out greatly from being dark and evil to being overly colorful and glamorous. Uh, not necessarily thrilled with where the character is taken now, but I love Batman. Okay. Uh, from because it's one of the few characters that I do remember being younger watching the old Batman television show and the boom and pow and just the the great things and watching it as a kid, loving exactly what it was intended to do. Right, good guys, bad guys, uh, weapons because the boomerang, you know, on the utility belt and those kind of things. To see that and then to watch it go into the Christian Bell years. You know, as the dark back man, um, which is I thought was really good. Even the different variations of Michael Keaton and uh, the different guys that play Batman over the years. Great. But the character, great. Right. Uh, small child. Uh, parents were murdered by thieves, blah, blah, blah. And the world that Batman lives in in Gotham is just awesome. Uh, so much. so I mean, they have this spun off a TV show. It doesn't even include Batman and it's called Gotham, yeah. right? And all that kind of stuff. Yep. So pretty easy for me that Batman's my number two guy. And if I'm going to draft a team, I'm really thinking I want Batman on my side. I'd agree with that. Um, the two things I would say is I, of course, got rid of cable. So I've watched like local TV and they do like the old school Batman's on. Oh, yeah. Oh, cool. holy homo. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh. Lord have mercy. There's some weird stuff on there where it's like, huh? Like that is uncomfortable. And when I was young, I did not catch any of this shit going on. Um, and then the second one is that, that Michael Keaton, Batman, mm-hmm. that was, that's a special movie, man. I really, really enjoy that movie. I think it gets overlooked. I think it just kind of gets messed in with everything else. Yeah. That movie was really good. Yeah. And of course, Christian Bale. I mean, how can you, I mean, that, that trilogy was just through the, yeah. through the roof. Yeah. I mean, there was nothing, everybody played their role. Some people hated on Bane. I actually really liked the Bane character. So I thought everything that they did in those movies was amazing. So Batman's good. I, I, once again, I, he was definitely one of the two that was most put in our face. Right. Absolutely. Okay. My number two pick, I'm going right back to the Avengers. <laughs> He's a bad, bad man. And there's only one like him. And I argue about it in every single Avengers movie. Why don't we use him? Because there's always just one Hulk. <laughs> um, Hulk as a kid, Hulk smash. Um, I remember when I used to play, like I, if I, you know, if the kid was going to be Iron Man or whatever, it was just so much fun to be Hulk because you, you just you go crazy. Like you just do whatever you want. Um, I think Hulk 1 was a really good movie. Um, I think the way that they've curtailed the Hulk character now, which me and you talked about the other day, a little bit more humor into his character. Um, but back in the day, uh, I, I clearly remember you, a person I might pick, so I'm not going to say his name, and then having his action figure too. And the Hulk action figure is always bigger, just always bad. And once again, it's just he gets to do whatever he wants. Right. And, and Bruce Banner's a good character too. You know, it's very interesting, and he's an, an, an intellectual guy. And uh, I, I just, he just gets me excited. I, Hulk just gets me excited. So I'm a Hulk guy. Did you like the Ed Norton Hulks? Yeah. Did you? Oh yeah. I, I've never. I have no problem with any. I don't think anything's ever pissed me off with uh, anything with anybody doing Hulk. Hmm. Meg Hulk's been pretty pretty fun. Yeah. What about you? You don't like it? Uh, I, I I mean, honestly, I can't remember it enough. I I remember I liked the second Hulk. I think a lot more than the first Hulk. 
Oh yeah, yeah. This, the first Hulk wasn't ready for this universe we're going into now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was done on the cheap, and they're like, let's just see if people like it. And I was right. like, oh yeah, you know what? This is pretty good. So yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. I like the Hulk. Good second pick. Surprised me. I thought you might go another direction, but uh, that that opens the door for a couple for me. So, and in my mind, when I was doing this, I'm going, hey, you know what? There might be someone as equal. Uh-huh. But now I have Iron Man that can patrol my skies, and I got a Hulk on the ground. So I'm that, I'm also building a team in in my mind. So by me picking my favorites, it, they the reason I like them is they're each discipline. Like I'm gonna get somebody from every single discipline. Does okay. that make sense? All right. Mine are all like uh, okay, yeah. Because if I'm trying to build a team, I would even because now I feel like I need to get a comparable Hulk. No, no, no. I'm saying in my mind, like I'm not going to take anybody else like the next character. Right. Because, because that's my favorite character that has this discipline in the universe. So I wouldn't want to. So to me, it's like, I I don't have the same two people. Right. You know, there's a guy on this list that you probably thought I was going to take. That's not going to be on this list because of somebody else. So, Hmm. and death, I'm a nerd. Fucking what are we doing right now? (laughs) Can't believe we're having this conversation. (laughs) Yeah. So okay, my I third ice cream pick. Sandwiches after this, really. <laughs> uh, my third pick. I am gonna go with, and this wasn't supposed to. I'm not picking it directly because you have Hulk, but I am picking him because he is a great character along with Hulk, <laughs> uh, and I think it's really hard to look past Thor. Okay. Um. I like Thor because of one is that he's in a different universe, right? Because the one thing I kept thinking about was it was always like, it was all the guys were on planet earth in the U S and that kind of stuff. But Thor comes from across the universe. Uh, his character is a flawed, but arrogant hero. Right. But still, mm-hmm. the, uh, I love, and the more movies that he's been, cause I remember the first movie that came out with, it was it Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. I thought I was like, oh, this is going to be stupid and watched it. And it was really good. And then Thor, really good. Yeah. And then Thor two came out really solid. And the, the latest one. Awesome. So if you'd asked me six years ago, would Thor make my time? Absolutely not. But I've really grown to like him. I like him as a character as much as I like Iron Man as a character. I know. I know you're a big Iron Man guy, but I like I like that part about him. I think the the development they did from the halfway through the movie on that was really cool. Right. Like they were like, "Hey, welcome to the next generation of Thor." Um, the comic book as a kid, I was a big fan. Uh, outlier for me, I mean, he was involved in a lot of Iron Man comics, and of course, there's another guy on this list that I don't want to say, but involved in a lot of his stuff. Wasn't always my favorite. Uh, the hammer is just awesome. The humor of the hammer, right. um, where everybody tries to pick it up one time, or he calls for it and can't get it. Um, that stuff always cracks me up. Did you know in the comic books now he's a woman? Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. So he's not like, a woman, is it? It's just there. He, I think he passed away, and then they like came yeah, out with Thor woman. Right. So, yeah. yeah, whatever. But uh, that's they, always weird. They were going to name it Thor, but they figured they would try to give it the appropriate Thor feeling. Yeah, right. Gotcha. Yeah. So no, I, I once again you're not going to hear any argument. That's the thing. We're not going to hear any arguments. Oh, you'll argue about like, one I have. <laughs> I think you're gonna be you are gonna be really shocked by my next one. Um, so it's it's me, right? We're good yep. here. Yeah. Okay. Well, who else would it be? Idiot. Uh, number three. I'm not even gonna build up the story. I'm just gonna say her name, Jean Grey. Okay. The Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a lot of great X Men. Uh, 
there's nobody better than Jean Grey. Um, Jean Grey had so much rage inside of her that she was like the calm one. And then when she couldn't control everybody else's hearing everybody else's thoughts and everything, she turns into the Phoenix, right. which completely eliminates everything. Like the Phoenix cannot be beat. It is the ultimate like game ender, which somehow they beat whatever. Right. Um, Jean Grey is sexy. She is with Cyclops. Wolverine wants her. Uh, I just think she's absolutely, and the the big one for me, why I like Jean Grey is the, this is based mostly on the cartoon on Fox. And I love the whole lead up because there's actually like three seasons of that show and the whole buildup of them, like knowing like professor X, I'm just naming people now, um, knows that there is the Phoenix and you like see like flare ups and like in a cartoon and like building a story, which back right. in the day, like that didn't happen. So, uh, yeah, for me and Jean Grey can control the Hulk. So now on my team, I've got someone who can get the Hulk going crazy with Iron Man. And in my mind, I got Jean Grey who can actually control the Hulk. Gotcha. Watch out. Yeah. What do you think of that pick? Not bad. Cause I have a very similar pick. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's I, I, I figured you brought sexiness back. So that leads to my fourth pick. And this is strictly has zero to do with, any comic book or anything like that. It's all about the movie. And I love the black widow. <laughs> oh, damn it, man. Oh, I love Scarlett Johansson in this role. Oh my God. It's a, to me, it's a sexiest role. She plays the Russian oh, super okay. spy. Just, you know, when she's sitting in the chair, they're interviewing her and she's, she's playing dumb and the Russian guys are coming after her. That is so hot. So I, I felt too, that I needed a female influence on my team. And, as much as I enjoyed the Wonder Woman, she has nothing on the Black Widow. So there's my fourth pick. Okay. Here's why I couldn't do that. I couldn't have her and the Hulk on the same team. No, I understand. So I, I have to, and once again, we've, you know, I'm a big Black Widow guy, but right. I was like, I got to get, I can't have another member of the Avengers on my squad. And I had to go the, the other way with it. But uh, yeah, Black Widow, badass. Hands down her best role. Oh, it's not absolutely. even a question. Yeah. Uh, kind of a kind of a shame she never got her own movie. Yeah, eventually will right? No, Black Widow will never have her own movie. Really? No. The no. only thing they can do is they can go back and tell her pre-story. Yeah. But of course she could, but she wouldn't play that role. She might be able to. They bring him. I don't know. She. Could I think they took her though. uterus out when she was young. No, I think it, that that shit would happen like at like sixteen or like fourteen or sixteen. Okay. Yeah, she was like a she was an assassin like at a super young right. age. So right. yeah, her time's out. Holy, a lot of people to pick from. All right, so I'm going to go to the dark side. Um, I'm going to go back to the X-Men as well. I want Magneto. <laughs> I think Magneto is a very interesting character. Sure. Um, only one person, only two people can really control him. And of course, Jean Grey is one of them. Right. And uh, the other one being Professor X. Um, he has helped. He is a good guy in a way. Um, he's a good guy in the sense that we're all mutants. It's just the next generation of mutants are coming along. And because we're not exactly being nice, he thinks the mutants should take over. Some pussy stuff that Professor X is into, I'm not. I actually kind of agree with Magneto. Um, he controls all of metal. So if Iron Man's out of control, I got things on lock because I got him pulling him back in. Um, and he's just got a great persona. I always think the character is um, ironic. Like all the humor he has it's thought out. It's very, very meticulous how his character is. Very OCD. Mm -hmm. And I am super OCD. 
So I needed a bad guy and a bad guy we can find a way to control. So I like Magneto. Hmm. Nice. I like Magneto. You did not see that one. Coming. You no. didn't see that one. Coming. No, no. I usually type a list up on this side of my guesses of who you might pick. And I don't oh, have really? that listen to here. Yeah. This, the, I, this is the in, most in-depth I went. I didn't look up anything. I just like spent time today. Like, okay. Like I got to at least be able to talk about this person. So, well, yeah. uh, so I have a pick that I would add to my team if I was trying to fight you guys. I also have a pick that I would put onto my team if I just want the coolness factor. But I'm going to go with my heart and pick someone you've never heard of. Okay, I like it. When I was probably 10 years old to I was about probably 14 years old, I collected every single one of these comic books and. This character was the greatest character that you have no idea who I'm going to be talking about. And the character's name was Gru. G-R-O-O. And okay. he was the comedic version of Conan the Barbarian. Okay. And the comics were awesome. They were so funny. I had every episode. Wait, like, what, is, what, is, what, is, what does he do? Like, what's it, so he, he, wanders, just... he wanders around with his dog going through adventures. Uh, and if you told me I had to tell you an adventure to save my life, I probably couldn't right now. It's been that long, but okay. if you go back and it's funny, cause when I was doing my research, one of the lists, it's one of those clickbait things where it's like the hundred top things and you go and it starts at a hundred and works it up and you have to go on every slide. The number yeah, hundred yeah. pick was grew. <laughs> no shit. Yeah. I was like, woo. I was like, oh, so then man. I was like, I'm destined to do it. Cause I was, I was like, I don't know if I should pick this cause Jerry's not going to have any knowledge of who it is, but go look him up. Grew the barbarian. Uh, it's just a goofy guy. Uh, and just the comics were great. You know, back then comic books were, you know, 15, 18 pages long. You know, they only lasted 20 minutes at most to read them. Yeah. But I love this guy. And it was just funny. It was just, a, and I, I always felt like it was a, just a little more adult humor than I was probably allowed to read at like my age, but it was still good enough. Oh, dude, these comic covers are beautiful. Oh, they're awesome. Loved him. So I, do, I some do somewhere have, I think I have issues like one through like 65 or something like that. So I had everyone. So, so that's mine. He doesn't make my team stronger or anything like that, but also I would like to hang out with this team. <laughs> I'll tell you this. I think Gru would actually might be a good matchup for my last guy. Uh oh. Um. Yeah. Um. Once again, going back into the Marvel Galaxy. Um. Well, we're just and this is strictly based on movies because this is not my genre. I want Rocket. Oh yeah, uh, Rocket the Raccoon. Yeah, I need that guy that can kind of make that joke at the right time. Yeah. And that is Rocket. I think Rocket's hilarious. Um. He actually cares for everybody like to a a level that's like crazy. I love that he doesn't get the whole raccoon joke, like how he just like doesn't get what we think's funny about it. Um, he's really just he can get into tight spaces. That's good. And uh, his like the guns that he ends up having and like what he builds, like when they bust out of that prison and like he's like, I need that leg or that guy's yeah. eye or whatever. And he, Star Lord gets it and he's like, I'm just kidding, man. I don't need that shit. Um, I I really I really really think Rocket is a, a fun character, especially for kids. And I was deathly afraid they were going to kill him off in the last movie. I was yeah. like, deathly afraid. They can't kill him no. off. They can do whatever they want because they can bring him back. So 
All right, that's my team. Here's my who would have been my number. Here's who I was going back and forth with number five, and I think you'll find this interesting. I wanted the Joker. I have the Joker. Re- he was that when I said I wanted a bad guy on my list. Joker was there. I really love the Joker, and I'm talking every single version I've ever seen of the Joker, other than homophobic, weird, gay Joker in that Batman. That was I saw him on the other day. Woof. And which very one? weird. The old, old, old one with Adam West. Oh, that was a great one. Oh, I don't know, man. He was very pedophile. Oh, yeah. Yeah. With the, oh, yeah. Um, uh, Jim Carrey. That was a fun Joker. Because, yeah. it's, it's, once again, it's Jim Carrey playing Jim Carrey. But to me, that was a fun Joker. Like, I really liked Jack that. Nicholson. And people say it. I used to look like uh, Chris O'Donnell. And he was in that one. So, <laughs> shout out Chris O'Donnell. Um, now I just look like that golfer, whatever his name is. But uh, who would you say? Jack Nicholson. Is the oh yeah, yeah. Uh, once again, that's yeah. and that's the night before Christmas one. That one. Tim Burton. Tim Burton Tim did that Burton. one, by the way. Yeah. Want, to, want to give him a shout out for that. Um, Superman, but I like the Clark Kent part. I don't like Superman. I like Clark Kent. So I, that's what I would have talked about the whole time. I'm a big fan of Ant Man. I think Ant Man is a, a yeah. lot of fun, and uh, Wolverine. But I think the last, I think Wolverine's kind of played out at this point. So uh, mine that didn't make it are. The Joker, like you. Uh, the Punisher. Oh! Oh, Venom! Oh, no! Yeah. yeah oh! Yeah. I definitely would have put Venom instead of Rocket. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even think of that side. Because I, I, right when I thought of Spider-Man, I yeah. closed the book and was like, Yeah. oh, no. Yeah. The Punisher, for multiple reasons. One, it's been my dad's nickname for uh, 30 years, so we call him the Big Pun, yeah. but also... Punisher's great. Did you uh, have Venom on your list? Yeah, Venom. Uh, <gasps> Captain America. See, I, I can't because the Iron Man. I just can't right. do it. No, I know. And that's it for me. Uh, I had Joker. Uh, but yeah, that, that was my list. But interesting. I'm sure, did you look at a few then, list? Did no, you see I, didn't look, I, uh, I didn't look anything online. Almost every list, one or two was uh, Batman or Superman. The most of the time, somewhere in the top five was usually Spider-Man that got hmm. in there. Majority of the times, Iron Man was usually in the top fifteen. See, I, I think the very... argument. I, I think the argument is though. It anybody else? Where I think people make the argument is anybody else can get in the damn suit, right? But the right. problem is, I don't think everybody knows you, you couldn't teach someone because Tony builds the suits. Right. Tony was the reason the suit existed. Right. Yes. So. And he knows every little trick and he'll never let you know everything. Right. So that's to me. I mean, I, I get it. I Once again, I like Superman because I like the Clark Kent side. I don't like Superman. I don't like once again, how does Superman fly faster? It doesn't make sense. He pushes If you harder. fly. No, you can't push harder. It makes no sense. And by the way. They're all like, oh, this tragedy happens. What is... Superman can reverse time. So why does Superman ever fight? He should just be like, okay, I can kill him at this point. I'll just reverse time real quick, and then I'll kill him. But they took no... all the energy he had in the world to reverse the time. Yeah. And you couldn't do just... that because you wanted to stop a robbery. <laughs> no, 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 no. I say he still fights for that stuff, but when it's like when he's fighting like Doomsday. It's like, well, no, I could have just, if I would have just got him here, and he just rewinded a little bit. I mean, I don't know. Um, yeah, so for me, it's like, it's a lot of it's just based on character and there's just, 
the Tony Stark character, it's just, it's just a fun, you know, when you're going to that movie, it's going to be almost as funny as it is going to be entertaining and it's, or more than it is exciting. Oh yeah. So I, I get why people keep him down and I, I get that. And you know, it's, it could be a little played out with Tony Stark, but uh, for me, I just, it's, it's, he's the Ric Flair. Like he, he's the persona of Ric Flair in that, in that universe. So nice. Well, I think we about covered it. I think we got yeah. our picks. I'd be interested to see what other people have. Cause it's, it's so, I mean, cause mine were so heavily influenced by movies right now. I mean, it, yeah. di- so disconnected from comic books cause my age. And I really wasn't a huge comic book guy. Cause grew was really about the one comic book that I used to read. Yeah. Where everybody else was reading Iron Man or Batman or Superman. So see, I did like Iron Man, Captain America and Mad Magazine. Like I just yeah. loved Mad Magazine. I so, love Mad Magazine. Like, so I saw a lot of like the superheroes, but like them getting made fun of in Mad right. Magazine. Right. So yeah. that's like kind of like how I look at some of them. I'm just like, oh, no, just, Mad Magazine used to own you. Well, like, so, Mad Magazine slept on classic. Oh, like, yeah. You want to talk about some jokes where I didn't get the humor oh, and yeah. I just laughed because I knew it was funny. That's Mad Magazine, man. Always folding Alfred's the pages cool. of the magazine up so you could see Alfred's face and all this. Different, yeah. yeah. Oh, so classic. Man. Yeah. So classic. Yeah. I might go on eBay and buy a couple of those just to have around the house just to read. They're still out, right? Don't they still make Mad Magazine? No, I don't think so. I think it, no, there's no way. Okay. There's no way. I think when Mad TV went out, they stopped with that shit. Really? You probably couldn't get away with half the stuff they did back then. People probably find it offensive. I'm going to get a Mad, you know what? I'm going to get a t-shirt too. I want some Alfred E. Newman on my t-shirt. Let's see. Mad Magazine. Okay, here you go. You can order it right now. Subscribe, renewers, and gift cards. Mad Magazine. Is it $25 a year? How much is it? Subscribe. Give us a gift. Maybe I know what I'm getting you for Christmas. Yeah, thanks. A three-year subscription, 18 bi-monthly issues, plus Inside Mad for $44.99. It's not bad. It's a a U.S. one-year subscription, six issues, $19.99. And if you order a two- or three-year paid subscription, you can get the 256th page of 60 years of classic Mad Spoo's hardcover edition. Introduction by Judd Apatow. But let me ask you this. Would you rather read today's Mad Magazine or read like the 80s and 90s? Oh, I'd rather read the 80s and 90s because it'd be funny, but it'd be interesting to see what Mad Magazine's making jokes of today. Yeah, I, I... I just haven't seen one. Maybe I'll just stop by a comic book store and just try to like get one of them and just see what's up. <laughs> All right. Anything else today? We good. Fucking Venom. God damn. That would have been a good one. Oh, you should go to the Mad you. Magazine's website. There's some funny stuff on here. <laughs> All right. I'm going to check it out when we're done here for sure. All right, buddy. I think we're good. Uh, so episode 20, I'm actually going to probably be with you if you want to do it like on a Saturday night. Yeah, and then we're going to send, we'll text some people out, but definitely go to our Facebook page um, and send us questions, and we'll just answer, we're going to answer questions. Right. Anybody listening, which no one does, but if anyone wants to go to the Facebook page and put your questions in, we don't care what the questions are. Yeah, you can put them on the page, or you can message them to us, do whatever you want, and then we'll get some drinks in us. We'll be like, hey, we at least got to have like four beers, and then we'll just answer questions. Sounds good. All right. Talk to you next week. Talk to you. Follow us on Twitter at Two Guys Being Dudes, at JBCam, III, and at JFrost. Follow on Instagram at Two Guys Being Dudes. 
visit us on Facebook at facebook.com slash dudes and on the web at www.trueguysbeingdudes.com.